The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about SEO and PPC. Joining us is John Horn, who is the CEO of The Stub Group, which is a digital advertising agency, premier Google ads partner, and ranked by Google in the top 1% of Google partners worldwide for performance and customer care. Stub Group is managing marketing for various companies and e-commerce, lead gen, B2B, B2C, local services, a whole bunch of stuff. And today, John and I are going to talk about the interaction of SEO and PPC. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with John Horn, the CEO of The Stub Group. John, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to have you on the show. Excited to talk a little bit about Google, but not necessarily from the perspective that we normally do. You know, we're SEOs here on this podcast, and we think about keyword optimization, keyword research, getting free traffic, and your experience is primarily on paying for what you get. So let's talk a little bit about the paid side and how PPC and SEO are related. Give me the the 101 about from a PPC expert's perspective, where do you think about SEO? Yeah, excellent question. This is something, you know, SEO and PPC, of course, our, our worlds are very closely aligned. And a lot of people looking something up on Google don't even necessarily realize the difference. They just see results that come up and click and 
don't necessarily realize, oh, hey, ads are at the top and the bottom. Typically, organic results are in the middle. And so often, we'll have clients reach out to us and say, hey, should we do SEO or should we do PPC? And kind of what do they mean? What's the difference? What's the connection? And in my world, an ideal world, you want both. You want a great SEO strategy and you want a great PPC strategy. Because ultimately, digital advertising, it's about A, reaching the right people at the right time and dominating that market as much as possible. The more instances that you can show up when someone is searching for a product or service that you sell, the better. And so in an ideal world, you, know, you want your listings coming up organically when someone searches for you. But at the same time, the first result that someone usually is going to see when they search Google is often going to be ads. And as we all know, a lot of people click on the very first thing or first couple of things that they see, especially if those ads appear to be relevant to what they're searching for. And so if you're not also capturing kind of that paid side of things, you're going to be losing out on a lot of traffic that, you know, that you're leaving on the table by just going after SEO. So John, I'm going to stereotype you as your PPC expert, and I'm going to vent a little <laughs> on behalf of the SEO community. You guys keep taking our shit. <laughs> you know, I'm going to blame Google for making money from what we do <laughs> and taking backing on your guys' well, work. <laughs> if you'd stop paying so much, then my free listings would still be at the top of the page. And honestly, we could both blame Google for the whole zero click and voice search thing that neither of us are making money from. But there's a, a sort of a trend here that we've seen, as much as I joke about you know PPC versus SEO, that we're seeing more ads. We're seeing more other stuff that's being put before the organic results as Google has changed the SERP, obviously that affects both the SEO and PPC crowds. And what's been the effect for you? And have you seen more people moving away from SEO, looking for more PPC? Has there been more demand as Google's changed the SERP? I would say overall, yes. And the reality is Google, obviously they're incentivized by money. So they kind of piggyback on all the quote unquote free work the SEO people are doing to get great results there. And then throw as many ads as they can onto the page to, uh, to make that money. And the reality is, because there are so many ads and because they're so prominent, because typically the first thing you're going to see on many keyword searches is an ad, those ads tend to get clicked quite a lot. And Google's only moving further in that direction. You know, One thing they announced earlier this year, their big marketing live conference was starting to explore adding videos, uh, video extensions to text ads on search so that now you might even have like paid videos showing up under text ads that could appear above organic results. Just one, you know, one step further towards emphasizing the paid side of things. So we've, we've definitely seen over the years as more ads came out, as the right sidebar went away, and we went up to you know, max four ads, plus shopping, etc. on the SERP, that many businesses are realizing, hey, to, to really capture the amount of traffic that we need, SEO is awesome. Definitely don't move away from SEO, but we have to add a paid search element to our strategy as well. So let's talk a little bit about prioritization. Uh, a million years ago, I worked at eBay when eBay was still like growing like a weed and search engine marketing, SEM, was just actually starting to be a thing. eBay was kind of a, a leading buyer to Google of PPC, right? They're buying a lot of AdWords. And there was always an internal debate of, all right, we've got this wide variety of products and services. Should we be buying those terms when we just rank for them? How do you figure out the blend and the prioritization, whether you're actually getting a positive ROI by buying a term or by optimizing your content? 
It's an excellent question. And it's a never-ending debate here. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to give the magic solution here. I can give you some thoughts in terms of how we think about it. You know, one thing that we leverage as we think about it is studies that Google has done looking at organic and PPC traffic together. And certainly, Google's got biases to emphasize things like, hey, bid on your brand terms, for example. So you've got to take, take their studies with a grain of salt. But what they have done shows that having both SEO and paid results showing up at the same time on a SERP exponentially increases the likelihood that you get a click. So it's not just, hey, one or the other, you know, have both is twice as likely. If you have both, it exponentially makes that click likely to happen because you're demonstrating credibility of, oh, hey, I'm seeing them here and here on the page, both an ad and organic. These guys must be big. They must know what we're doing. They've got what I want. And whether or not someone clicks on the free listing after they scroll down or on the paid listing at the top of the page, you're more likely, A, to capture that click by being in both places. So explain that to me, because I guess I always thought that was a, well, it's a real estate grab. Hey, I'm showing up in one of the top four listings that's a paid placement. And then when people scroll by those, I'm showing up again. Now I've got two spots for the price of one. So it's a land grab. It's a real estate question, not necessarily a branding or sort of credibility decision. Why do you think that people that see both the paid and the uh, organic listing tend to convert more? So the real estate grab is definitely a part of it. The more real estate you've got, the more likely you are going get, to get that click. But then I think additionally, part of it's a psychological thing. So when someone sees an ad, a lot of people, even if they don't click on those ads, seeing an ad creates a perception that, oh, hey, this is a legit business that's probably up to date. They're putting money behind advertising. They're showing up right now. I think it helps assuage even potentially some of that concern of, is this really relevant to me? Is this business still in business? Is this a a fresh result? Even if they scroll down to those organic results, that just kind of helps create that perception, just like, I mean, similar in concept to when you see TV ads for a company, there's a perception created that, oh, hey, they're, they're putting money into advertising, they're, they're doing X, Y, and Z. And I think that's part of the psychological you know, aspect that Google see in their studies that contributes to that exp- exponential click-through rate. And then there's also the reality that you have so much more customization ability on the paid side of things compared to the organic side of things. You can swap ads in and out. You can you know, easy, quickly test, do people respond to this messaging or that messaging? You can add all sorts of fun extensions like phone numbers and additional links and even images and so forth. And so you can make a very you know, dynamic ad that may even have a better chance of getting a click than the organic listing, simply because it's, it's bigger, it has more to it, and is potentially even more relevant to the exact query someone typed in because you can customize your ads to be relevant to queries as opposed to customizing a piece of content that will hopefully be relevant to a a broad category of queries. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. 
Prefizzable's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, so theoretically, you should be doing both SEO and PPC, but most of the people listening to this podcast only manage one of them. So now we get into the high-wire professional wrestling match of who gets the resources. When you start thinking about SEO versus PPC, and you obviously have an agency that manages a fair amount of large clients, how do you start to think about the horse trading that goes on in terms of resources when you're battling over who should get the presence in Google? You know, do you see a lot of fighting between the SEO and PPC teams still? I wouldn't say I see as much fighting between teams and the larger side of things. What I would say I see a lot of is for smaller mid-sized businesses, often making an either-or decision. It's, are we going to do SEO or are we going to do paid search? We don't have enough resources to really invest into both. And so a lot of uh, businesses or clients will reach out to us and basically ask that question of, hey, which, which should we do? And of course, the answer, again, in an ideal world is both. But we don't all live in a world of limitless resources and time. And so typically, where we take the conversation from there is to ask them, what are their goals? And what's the timeline of those goals? If it's a company who's brand new, they're trying to do proof of concept, see if there's even a market for what they're doing or whether they can break into that market. Well, I mean, as you know, on the SEO side, it's going to take a while to get to a place through content optimization and ranking, etc., to really get traffic volumes from you know organically to figure those things out. Whereas if they have budget to throw at PPC and test out proof of concept for a month, two months, three months, whatever the time frame is, they can more quickly figure out, hey, is this even a viable business? Is this going to make sense? And then from there, they can continue to invest in that, but also start to invest in longer-term SEO strategies so that they can capture that free traffic over time. Can I argue with you? Absolutely. I understand the logic of, okay, well, if you need to quickly figure out if your business works, go to PPC because you get more immediate results. But the problem that I have with that strategy, and I always use the metaphor sugar versus broccoli. When you're eating sugar, you get an immediate burst but often it feels artificial, right? I'm, I'm going to go buy clicks. I'm going to go buy visitors. You're not learning anything about who is actually interested in the products or service from an organic perspective. And so you end up basically building a toll booth for yourself to consistently spend money throughout the life of your business. As opposed to if you start early with organic traffic, you might not get a lot of adoption while your overhead is relatively low. But those initial pieces of content gain more and more value over time. A big portion of SEO is how much time has the article been published? And so when you start early with SEO, you tend to see faster adoption and get cheaper results over time. So tell me I'm wrong, but let's have the conversation about whether you should start with SEO or PPC as an early stage startup, because I don't necessarily always agree with, well, if you're trying to figure it out, spend a bunch of money. I think that's a a bad idea for an early stage company. 
Yeah, I mean, you make some great points and I can definitely share some thoughts to that. I think one thought would be, it's not about, hey, just invest a bunch of money up front so you can figure things out and then long-term, you know, PPC is not going to be part of your strategy. I think in the world that we live in right now, where Google and any search engine is incentivized to put as many paid results and prioritize as paid results as much as possible, that most companies likely are going to continue to need to be investing PPC over time in evergreen campaigns in addition to their SEO. And that's the case for the clients we work with. You know, We're working with all kinds of clients and running evergreen campaigns that build on top of whatever organic results they've got, whether they've been in business for 20 years or 20 days. And so that paid side of things will always be an important aspect of that strategy is what we're seeing these days. I guess the concern is not necessarily... With with PPC, you can level the playing field, right? Your domain reputation doesn't really matter all of that much. The ad quality does a little bit, but basically if you're going to pay, you're going to show up. But my concern is always setting up the expectation and the infrastructure. And I think reality for a lot of early stage startups is once they get the needle in, they don't stop, right? People always want to consistently grow over time. And it creates not necessarily a problem that you can't stop PPC, it's that people don't. They start, they invest, they start to get a little traction, even if they're upside down on the CAC versus LTV ratios. But then they keep going because they don't want to see negative growth. That's always my concern when you think about SEO versus PPC. Yeah, absolutely. And I think anybody who does not have LTV in mind, who's not optimizing for profitability, is in a very problematic situation. You know, when we're working with our clients, the first questions we're asking is, okay, what does success look like? What are your margins? How are we going to be successful for you and profitable for you? And how can we scale the most profitable dollars possible? Because you absolutely don't want to be in a situation where you're just <laughs> you're burning more money than you're making, but you're trying to grow the top line revenue. Unless you're in a, a situation where that has to be your goal. And you know, there's some early startups that are in that situation, but not typically the ones that that we're working with. So I think profitability is the main thing that we focus on for our clients on the paid side is figuring out how do we get you profitable and how do we scale those total profit dollars. So before I made the joke about SEO versus PPC and it being a wrestling match, let's talk a little bit about how we can hold hands and help each other. What are some of the ways that you've seen SEOs and PPC teams work together to share data, best practices, understand what's happening with Google? You know, Is there a way that we can hold hands and sing kumbaya? Absolutely. I think some of the, the ways that we see being most effective on our end are A, sharing data, specifically, let's say on the PPC side, sharing keyword data, search term data with the SEO team. So we can see, hey, here's where we're seeing volume. And better than even volume, here's what our conversion rates look like across different keywords, different categories of keywords. So the SEO team can then take that and say, okay, here's what's working well, where we are getting traffic. Here's where we can focus our efforts on optimizing towards keyword phrases so that we can you know, either replace the PPC uh, spend that's being spent on those keywords or you know, capture additional traffic by being in both organic and paid placements for those types of keywords. So I think that can be really helpful. I think also on the landing page and just website side of things, there needs to be a lot of interaction between both because... Conversion rate, obviously, is key for both the SEO side as well as the paid side. Typically, the paid side is going to be more landing page oriented, more you know direct action oriented. But there's a lot that they can learn from SEO content that's performing well. And vice versa, there's a lot that the SEO team who's optimizing content can learn. If we say, hey, look, when we have this form on a page or we have a call to action be this messaging, we're seeing better results from the paid side. Let's go ahead and leverage that into our site template and content pages on the SEO side to take better 
advantage of the SEO traffic that we're driving. You know, I always think of SEO and PPC working together as PPC figuring out where there is volume and conversions and saying, you know, we shouldn't be paying for this keyword. We should be creating content for it so we can get as much organic growth out of that and lower our spend. If PPC can go spread the peanut butter thin and wide and figure out where the conversions are, where the customers are, what is relevant, that also that allows the SEO team to start understanding that they should work on their content strategy. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to John Horn, CEO of the Stub Group, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, John and I are going to discuss how you can stay on the good side of Google. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about John, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is John Horn SG. That's J-O-H-N-H-O-R-N-S-G. Or you can visit his company's website, which is stubgroup.com, S-T-U-B group.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights, in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.